This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Who among you are real Christmas tree people? Ooh, like me. in in practice? Me. You are? Oh yeah. We've got a real Christmas tree right now. I love it. I come home from work and it smells like Christmas in my house. What's it smell like in your house, Ryan? Uh, it smells like plastic. <laughs> Burning plastic Chinese a lot of times. Plastic. Yeah. I don't know what does tinsel and garland smell like. No, it smells okay. I mean, if you get past like the flies and stuff, like our house is pretty nice. But the tree issue is resolved. I have literally never had a real tree in my house, whether I was a kid or grown up. Ever wanted one? I'm curious now because people talk about the smell being so good. You that, can't smell anything. But I can't. Though. I don't have a great sense of smell, so I I just wonder if it would even matter to me. You might just need an air freshener. Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. Put it near the tree. Mm-hmm. And. Live in your own reality. Well, air fresh. That'll be fan. your truth, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell people that's a real tree. You can smell it. Yeah. It's my truth. You can't take it away yeah. from me. <laughs> Everyone goes, okay. <laughs> Leah, do you guys do a real tree, fake tree? What do you do? We normally do a real tree, and this is the first year we're doing a fake tree, just because we have not had time to go get it. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, that happens. Yeah. We're still putting up decorations. Mm-hmm. I said this weekend... We have to get the decoration boxes and totes out. I don't care where they go, but we've got Christmas decorations everywhere. <laughs> and their boxes are just sitting there. It's like hard. I said, we have to have at least a couple weeks of enjoying the decorations without seeing the totes that we're just going to put back in the stuff. <laughs> I, I, I am picturing right where you're at going, well, in a couple weeks, we're going to put these away. Yes. So I don't want to put the totes away. Yes, there is a point where you don't. 
You just cut your losses. Yeah. You're like, just shove them to the side. Don't take them downstairs. I don't want to make two trips. And, you but guys, you have kids, so you make them do it. You should resolve to keep your lights up and your decorations up then through February. Nope. That's why we put them up early. Mm. They, st- I still am a stickler about them coming down at an appropriate time, which is the first nice day, usually after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. nice, nice day. Uh, People magazine reported that a Kentucky family doesn't notice that there's a baby owl nesting in their <laughs> living room's Christmas tree for four days. Wow, no kidding. A baby owl? It will be so cute. That would be cute. A little baby owl? Doggone it. If that's not the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and it would smell like pine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't know that, though. It could smell like absolute dog crap, and I would be like, that is a cute owl. <laughs> <laughs> baby owls are cute. Very, oh, yeah. like, exceptionally cute in the baby realm of cuteness. Baby I'll, owls are high up. I'll go so far as to say that I think regular owls are kind of cute. Mm, they're scary. Man, I walked out. You ever seen the, like, talons of a mm-hmm. yeah, owl? Yeah, in this summer, maybe it was about August, we had a lawn chair sitting in our back porch. Mm-hmm. And we have a little, you've been, no, you, know you haven't been inside my house much, have you? We have a little sunroom right there. And we walk, I walked out to the sunroom just to kind of see if that door was locked as our back door. And there was an owl right on that lawn chair, and it was. Did it go like this? It it did. It looked right at me, (laughs) and then I froze at 180 degrees. Uh It's like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, and it was it it was shocking. That is a very large bird. Did you you say something to it? I think. Did you feel you need to greet it? it And thought, I'm supposed to react to this, and I just sat there. Who? No, I did everything but me. I said, said, "What?" And I said, "How?" On first, why? Why? (laughs) I have questions too. I have so many questions. Good talk. Yeah, but he he was he was kind of cute. I mean, after I got past the terror, he was a little bit cute. Did you pet him? He wouldn't let me. How big? I asked him. Uh, He was not quite as big as a human man, as you're implying. The small man. He was, he was about as big as, oh, uh, I'd say two feet tall. He was, he was a big bird. Jeez. Yeah. He's a big boy. <laughs> I, I was holding, I was holding my dog when he was a puppy, and I stepped out on the back deck when it was, you know, after dark. And that owl snatched just it up. Just took him what? right away. <laughs> you guys are laughing, but I leaned over to say something to Terry, and I just leaned to my left, and I just heard bang, and I turned and looked. And this owl hit our house, hit the side of the house. It's a warning shot. It, I didn't hear it coming, and I have pretty good hearing. They're so quiet, but just moving to the left, I think it was going after my how, dog. How, was it a warning shot in that he was saying, you be careful with that dog or I'm going to keep flying into your house? I think it was more of a like, that is delicious. Let me try some of that. So he got off off focus. Yeah. And he was he, looking he at just, something else and he went, ooh, that just, dog, bam. It's just like one of those things where you accidentally move and the person misses. The owl missed. He was aiming for my dog, I think. Mm. Okay. You know, one of the things that I would like to start doing. I have no idea. Is uh, <laughs> kind of doing a hybrid model where we don't get a fake tree, but we don't bring a real tree inside. We just use one of the existing trees outside and we put the presents out there. I thought you were going to say we decorate. I'm like, people do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called yard decorations. <laughs> We just, just decorate. Maybe we can oh, 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 yeah. put some lights on it. <laughs> this is going to change the game. <laughs> <laughs> we put lights on it. Maybe make them twinkle a little bit. 
people will come from miles around going, that's a good idea. And instead of having them on during the day, we're only going to turn those lights on at dusk. People will be like, wow. You want to take your family and put the presents outside under a tree? That's just what I'm thinking. So you can save 100 bucks. I haven't run it past them, but I think it might be kind of fun. I think you shouldn't run it past them. You should surprise them. Okay. (laughs) Guess what, kids? I think it's a great idea. All the presents are out back under the maple. I would be like in my robe going, let me know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, looks like something got into the sausage ones. If If you find a baby owl... In a tree in your home. How are you handling that situation? Because as cute as that little sucker probably is, I'm not being like, oh, come here. I'm not sticking my hand on that thing. I don't know. I don't really know what a baby owl does. Who gets it it out of your house? You or your wife? I think it's probably a family affair. (laughs) Uh, Because I can guarantee you that my kids are freaking out. And they are having a great time in holy terror. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do. The, the the chaos should be helpful for the baby owl. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the noise. <laughs> and I get it. And the, the, the running around and the waving of the arms is probably not going to help the situation. But that is what would happen. So I would have to isolate the children first and say, you go and you, and into like, a different room. Wife, I'll stay here with the kids and make yeah. sure they're safe. I would probably say, well, all of you go to the other room. <clears throat> and then I would bust, bust out some talents they didn't even know I had. And they can't see because they'd be away. Talents or talents? Talents. <laughs> Not talents. No, I wouldn't fight the owl some using its own methods. Know that I have. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> talents emerge. He's like a wolf. And then you shoot He's out of my chest. And then I start flying. <laughs> and I have gotten that baby owl because it was my own. <laughs> I will raise you in the way that I was raised as a man. <laughs> you will be you and I, baby owl. You will be my second family. Maybe the first. We will live in the trees. <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> in the front yard. With the lights. <laughs> One thing I must teach you, baby owl. You must never turn the lights on during the day. Waste Only at night. We are a green family. <laughs> you will be a part of it one day, once they accept you and me as our kind. I need you to stop. <laughs> I was going to say <clears throat> that I don't have bird talons. I was, I was going to say... That I was going to bust out one of my many talents. <laughs> you could see why talents made more sense. <laughs> and I was going to call the owl. <laughs> and I was going to stand at the door. And when it came at me thinking I was its mom, which is not too far off the talon one, then I would duck. <laughs> and it would, duck. <laughs> okay, you're now. an owl. <laughs> and it flies right outside. And then I close that door. And I'm a hero. Either, either or, I'm, I'm a hero no matter what. That's what matters. Is that the proof? <laughs> Is that the geometric proof? I'm a hero no matter what. And then you just write down that story. <sighs> I didn't know I was going to get a whole segment out of the owl story. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. Is there any more to the owl story? Like, how did they actually deal with it? My question was just who gets the owl out of the house. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize that it would be that that dramatic, and I haven't even asked Leah or Brad yet. Although, I guess I'm saying I'm calling you. (laughs) You're getting it out of my house. I got multiple ways.
But, you know, I mean, we're open to other ideas, Leah. <laughs> I would probably have grabbed it myself just because it's... Just with your hand? Yeah, that's the kind of person I am. Well, what else would she grab it with? I don't know. <laughs> Tongs? My yeah, I think so. I'm not going to use my bare hand. Tongs. Your bare hand. <laughs> I mean, if it's little, like tiny, like the size of this ornament, mm -hmm. I'm just... Do you baby talk it, though? Yes. Yes. Come here, little guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come here. Yeah. It's okay. The owl's natural instincts owl goes, kicked in. It is Rachel. not okay. Sounds like my mom owl. Brad, are you getting the owl out of the tree? Uh, yeah, I'm the one that gets the owl out of the tree. I think I'm taking the whole tree outside. That's that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I'd be worried about the nest Better falling than Ryan's? out. But yeah. <laughs> you know not what? as entertaining, but. I think, I think though, the, the right decision is you just leave it because it's going to catch all the rodents. <laughs> What's happening in your home? Yeah. What about when it grows? Still, it would, it probably, catch, it would probably catch more. Catches the extra children. Mm -hmm. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to just learn to live with the owl. <laughs> you said all the rodents. Yeah, I do need to know what's going on in your home. I think I know what it smells like now. You guys have, he like, doesn't. regular floors and stuff, don't you? Because I still have dirt. Dirt floors? Dirt floors. You do not. It's one of those older homes. No, it's not. <laughs> No wonder Katie wants built, new floors. It was built in 1980. No, Katie doesn't want new floors. She just she wants just floors. Wants floors. <laughs> Have her go to igotfloor.com. She's so spoiled. You guys spoil Katie's her. Katie's first floors. <laughs> Put it on an ornament. So like, so ma'am, what kind of floors do you have currently? She's like, dirt. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what's tough with dirt floors? Taking a shower. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> When you get out, Taking a you, were, you were like, why did shower. I even shower at all? I'm just covered in mud now. Just in the feet. And you just get so mad at life. You curse the sky. Do we, um, <laughs> did we fix the phones? I don't know. <laughs> Is there anyone out there right now? You, no. Just, just look. No? No, it's like no. an apocalypse out there. All right. Do we need to move the thing? Yeah, we can move it to the... 245? 245, right. All right. We're, we got to make sure that the phones are working correctly so we can give away these Cardinals tickets. So we'll move it to 245. Um, I don't really know where to go from here, so I think we should go to break. <laughs> but I want to make sure that the that this doesn't fire. Uh, it, it, just for future reference here, at 245, we're going to give away the Cardinal ticket pack, the 12-day of giveaway Weekend pack. It's got five games featuring tickets to five weekend games, including matchups with the Red Sox, Dodgers, Giants, and more. At 2.45, we're going to be giving those away. So stay by your phone when you hear the sounder. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. The YouTube live chat poll for today is, will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? Yes, no Trump, no Biden, or neither one of them. Go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel and vote and tell us what you think that might be. Uh, Let's see here. We did some predictions earlier in the show, and we wrote them down on ornaments. We're going to keep those ornaments and see if our predictions come true. And Ryan, your prediction was... which. Oh, hello, my prediction. That it would snow. Uh, when was the first day? <laughs> Leah's uh, working the board for the first time. Let me tell you a little about my prediction. And we're, <laughs> we're pretty excited about it. <laughs> Some more than others. <laughs> hey, honestly, you could let that song play Hey, out. I would have done it. It would have been fine. Let's go into a recession is Sorry. what my prediction is. Why are you talking like that? Because that's the song. It was dictate. I was going to talk over the song. Um, you if, think that's how Michael Bublé orders food at yeah. McDonald's? Yeah. Who's who's dictating? <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a quarter pounder and a McRib because it's just season for the McRib. Thank you very much. I'll have a side of fries with that. Make it small. <laughs> Recession. <laughs> Gosh. I'm predicting a recession, and I'm predicting that the way that we will know is when CNN acknowledges it. That's how you know it's bad. I think, I think we'll know it's before then. But well, we, well we, we need a definitive... Yeah. yeah, it happened because you originally said the White House acknowledges it. There's yeah. no possible way that they do that. The only way they do it is if the narrative's already three months past and they go, well, you know, now that we're coming out of this recession, you go, oh, you just acknowledged it for the first time when you said that it didn't really exist and we're coming out of it. Leah, are, are you right? ready to talk about yours? It's really not that big a deal. Well, you get to choose it. So we it is know a what... big deal. <laughs> It is a big deal. We're going to make it a big deal right now. Well, you should see a... what we can do with owls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm even su- surprised. Not even full-size owls. You know, Barrett News Media, I, I got to get the thing right. Oh, I'm looking forward to whatever this is. Yeah. Um, it's pretty exciting. The We got named the seventh best mid-market midday talk show in the country. In the country? I did not know that. Sweet. Barrett News Media, yeah. Fantastic. Good job, Leah. It's voted on by uh, program directors across the country and other people like that. Steve Moore voted on it. So if you have a whole bunch of program directors. It's an average. Yeah, I need to know what number he put me at. (laughs) I'm going to ask him right now. He put us at seven. I I need the (laughs) over-under. Seven, he'll be like right on the nose. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? They do a pretty good job, but. You know, there, there's some pretty good shows yeah. out there. So. We made the top 20. The post, the Facebook post that they tagged was saying, congratulations to these mid-sized market midday shows and stations on being ranked in the top 10 by radio industry executives. Number seven, the Annie Price Show, 97.1 FM Talk. That's awesome. High five, team. Yeah. High that five. one's going on the refrigerator. I have to print out this Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your prediction? 
Well, keeping the theme of being non-political, since the last time was about handstand push-ups, I said, um, and it depends on how I phrase this. Didn't I, you last time predict that you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be able to do Yeah. You, you, were, you like made us completely reconsider how we make New Year's resolutions. Genius. I think Leah's last time was that she wouldn't be able to do a handstand. Yeah. Walking handstand. <laughs> Well, so this, smart. this one's a little more it's positive. So smart. All right, what do you got, Leah? Well, when we got to talking about it, I was like, well, um, I said I will hopefully move out, but I living said, on your own? Yes, based on that is a huge one. Yeah, based, it is. <laughs> yeah, based on. Have you ever lived on your own? No, <laughs> I I want to. Brad, how old were you when you lived on your own for the first time? Uh, I've never lived on my own. I you've never lived moved on your out own. of my parents' house, and my wife and I moved in, and. I think, that's how we started I think she means out of your parents' house. Yeah. yeah. Well, I out do, my but that's interesting, house. too. I yeah, know other people who are like that. And, yeah, in with my wife. When did you get married? Uh, 2012. No. <laughs> 2008. 2012. <laughs> wow. 2012 was the heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I always get those things confused, too. Some people think it's the same thing. <laughs> Heart was all a flutter. The old ball and chain. Which one do you mean? Isn't she sick at home today? No, she is at home today because she took her her mom to have cataracts. Oh, so but she's at home. Yeah, she heard that. <laughs> Leah, just go peek at that chat over there, yeah, and she will there. be making twenty twelve. No. 2008. <laughs> Happy anniversary, heart attack. <laughs> you know what? You really don't have to remember the year too terribly much. You have to remember the date. The date. Yep. That's true. When did you move out for the first time? I was either 19 or 20 years old, and I moved into the dorms in Southern Illinois University, Carbondale. <clears throat> that was a big, big deal because I had lived at home the first two years of college and went to SIUE. And moving into those dorms, After man, they kicked you out? My parents? No, SIUE. <laughs> My parents said, uh, you need to leave. And I was like, well, SIUE won't have me, so. That's not true, by the way. I feel bad saying that one. Um, it was crazy moving in because I moved in with a guy. I was in a non-smoking dorm. And <laughs> the guy. These are the days that have gone by. Yeah. A yeah, non-smoking right. dorm. <laughs> right. So all Which the implies rest, smoking dorms. Yeah. Th these, were, these dorms were so old that they actually don't exist anymore in Carbondale. They were torn down about five or six years after we lived in them because they were so old. Um, but they still were, were marked with smoking or non-smoking in these dorms. And so I was like, well, I need a non-smoking dorm. So they put me in one. Like specifically? Yeah, of your... because of CF. And so the guy that I got roomed with, he got put into a non-smoking dorm because he was a smoker and his parents signed him up oh. for that. So he still smoked. So he, knowing, that I said, look, I really can't be around smoke because of my lung condition. And he's like, okay, okay. So this guy took up chewing as a habit. <laughs> and That's he, really nice of him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a great sacrifice, I thought. And then our whole room was just old bottles Cups of soda. And spit. And, oh, yes. Man. Filled with those things all the time because they're not the easiest like, things oh, to dispose of. That's not Dr. Pepper. Why don't you just throw it away? Well, that's what I told him. And he would say, oh, I know. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> what do you mean they're not the easiest things to dispose well, of? Well, I think because they're so full. It's like throwing a full soda away sometimes if you're spitting it all day. It's it's full of liquid. I'm going to throw up. I know. And they're disgusting. Then you just throw it away. I, I Again, I'm not the one at fault here. 
this was Johnny B's fault. <laughs> Johnny B uh, was a, was a nice guy, but he chewed and he left junk everywhere. And that's not to say that I was clean because I wasn't. But that guy was even dirtier. <laughs> Sounds like a dream. Yep. I a dream I didn't is a wish your heart makes. Dorms were an option because I have lived in a dorm. On your own. Yeah. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. It How was- long did you live there? Like for a semester or a year or something like that? <laughs> a week? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, did well, you want to dip and your roommate <laughs> no. wouldn't let you? I didn't have Come a roommate. Come on, man. Let me chew just a little bit. But I <laughs> I went to three different colleges. And at one of them, I stayed there for a year in a dorm. And the other one, I only stayed for a semester. Yeah. So Did you like living on your own at that point in time? Because that's with a roommate too, right? I did, but I was not mature enough to live on my own. Okay. So... That was very much a different time in my life. <laughs> um, I moved out and lived in a dorm my freshman year of college. And so I spent my freshman year in a dorm. My second year, my parents said, you, because they helped me live in a dorm. They made that possible for me, even though I lived very close to home. The second year, they're like, you can live on campus again, but you have to be, you have to try to be an RA. So I... Applied for that, and I got the position. So I was a resident assistant in Bluff Hall at SIUE, and I did that for a year. And it's like, there are people who are made to be RAs. I have a lot of those attributes, but I appear appear to be missing a few. (laughs) Oh, yeah? It's, I mean, you know the phrase, don't mm, where you eat? Mm -hmm. I do. Don't live where you work. It's very difficult. By the end of the year, it's like you can't, there's no respite for getting away. Like, cause if, cause if, if your job, if your duty calls, you have to answer it all the time for other people. And it was nice because my housing was paid for, which was a great compensation. But the amount of money that you make on top of that is very minimal. And so you have to go get another job. So it just felt like, all work all the time and so then I moved home after my sophomore year and then by Christmas time I needed to be on my own again my parents probably needed me to be on my own again so I got my own apartment I do not understand how I afforded that do you ever look back on like those times in your life maybe Brad if you didn't incur that at a young age I don't know how like what you were doing for work or whatever I was making five dollars an hour mm-hmm. uh the first job I had was three Fifty. It might not have even been three fifty an hour. I was a busser, and the servers were supposed to tip out ten percent or something. And then the bussers that were there split the ten percent. And those servers were not being honest with their tip mm-hmm. out at all. I mean, I don't even think I was shaking out. I would, I would get two weeks' pay, and it would be like twenty dollars. Mm. Yeah. For busing at PKs, which is a restaurant that I absolutely loved. I would eat PKs right now if I could, but they, this doesn't exist anymore. But when I go back and I think about trying to live with, you know, paying rent and bills and stuff like that, like a like a grown-up does, it was the sum total of the money that I made was what I got in my check went immediately out the door. Like, I remember not having money to eat food, but somehow or another I managed. I think, is that, isn't that important to an extent, though, for people to kind of suffer in that way? It, it is because you start to realize well, the value of money and what it means to make money. Um, but I, I, I think I kind of skipped that step because I, my parents covered my rent when I was in college. Yeah. 
And then I moved back home for probably a year and a half to two years until I got a job. And then I just bought a house. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I bought a house that I started to realize the, I, not that you didn't know, know the value of money, because I had to work a job too. You had to have something to have some spending money. But once you start having to pay a mortgage, then things get pretty real pretty or quick. Rent. Or rent, yeah. And for me, it was mortgage. And I thought, I'm going to do this because I want to invest in a house, not just pay to live in a house. And then I got roommates. So that's how I afforded to live in that house for the first year and a half. I uh, don't believe that there's any one right way. Like, people will say... People will say, you know, I'm going to pay for everything for my kid through college. People are going to say, I'm going to pay for nothing for my kid through college. You pay for some things. You pay for other things. I think the, the learning the value of money, it's very difficult for kids, especially if you're one of the younger kids in the series of children. If your parents are, you know, in a position where they are earning, usually when the last kids are getting out of the house, the parents are at like peak earning. And if if you compare the last child to grow up versus the first child childhood. It's just an incredibly different existence that might be lived between those two children's lifespan. And if you grow up and you're in your high school years and your parents are doing really well, they might not really understand 15, 20 years ago that it was a paycheck to paycheck situation. And that isn't the case now. You graduate high school, your parents are doing well. They probably have less financial obligations because maybe the older kids are moved on and moved out. So there's more expendable money. There's more income coming in. And as a kid, you're kind of living a lifestyle at that point that is not yours. You are living somebody else's lifestyle and benefiting from the income that and success and time invested that maybe those parents have accumulated over the course of their careers. And then the kid has to go to college and shift into, okay, now I have to get myself to that point where I'm earning that. And, I mean, you might be talking about your parents who are in your 50s or 60s. You are a long way away from the success that they've had. And I think that's a hard shift for people to make. And then when you add in social media to it, now all of a sudden you have a place to go talk to however many people who are going to listen, lament on how hard things are. It's always been hard. It's never really been easy. You don't just go to college and get thrown into a job that's going to be making you a significant amount of money. You got to work for it. You got to earn it. And then hopefully over the course of time, you better yourself on that. We're so, we're, our culture is so obsessed with immediacy that the struggle, if you miss the struggle, if you don't experience the struggle and decide to beat the struggle for yourself, it's going to be hard to learn that lesson and value the success that comes after the struggle if you don't have the opportunity to learn it for yourself. And, if, you know, like I'm saying at the beginning of this, I think the struggle is different for every person, the means of a parent to help out. You want to help out as much as you can, but you probably also have to pull back. I'm not at this point as a parent yet, but I've been that point as a child where the parents do have to pull back, even if they have the means to help, because you need to separate and become your own independent entity. And that just becomes a very, I think it's a, a difficult time, but it's very important as far as the uh, formation of you as an independent adult, which what the kids call today is adulting. And it's yet another thing that they had to name and call it so that they could hashtag it. Because it's all always about social media. It is. It always comes back to that now. Isn't that it's crazy? almost as if that's reality. My prediction for 2024, GOP wins the Senate. I am not predicting that we keep the House yet. 
I like that. But I think that we win the Senate. The map looks very good. I saw Donald Trump put something on his true social that, oh, it looks like the Democrats are really focusing on Missouri and Josh Hawley. They better be careful. And I thought, Hawley? Mm, I think Hawley is going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a firebrand. So we'll see. But the Republicans have a very good shot if they don't screw it up to take the majority and maybe a few seat majority if they play their cards right and if things trend in uh, the general direction they're going in right now. It's a very interesting conversation that isn't being had as much about whoever is on the top of that ticket, like our YouTube poll for today. Will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? Yes or no Trump or no Biden or neither of them will be on there. The effect that somebody replacing Donald Trump or somebody replacing Joe Biden will have down ticket in a scenario where the House is a couple seat majority. Uh, the Senate is a one seat majority with a lot of retirements. There's a lot of implication based on who's at the top of the ticket. And it's like if it's Trump and Biden status quo, if it's neither of them, probably status quo. If one of them goes, everything starts to change. Let us know what you think on the YouTube live chat poll in the comments. We will give you the results after this break. Stick around. Got something exciting right around the corner. Let's uh, wrap it up here and uh, stick around because we're going to give away some of those Cardinal tickets when we hit that sounder. Stick around. More Annie Fry Show in a minute. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being with us this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Tomorrow, we are going to be over at Ruler Foods in St. Charles on West Clay Street. And it is our food drive. I am so excited to be in, in a position to come out and do this again. Ruler Foods has been so great. Ryan, you heard us talking a little bit earlier in the show. They gave us $1,000 to go shopping, and we decided, I decided, I was going to let you do it again this year. I'll have a fun time doing that because I shop there all the time, and you can get a lot of food with $1,000. We will do that. We will focus on the the best foods like peanut butter like we did last year. That's good for uh, food drives and box foods and canned goods and stuff like that. That's what they've been collecting. So uh, we will do that tomorrow. I'm looking forward to being the guy that gets to do the supermarket sweep. When we went, when you went last time, it, we had the person from the food bank go with you and guide you into, like, people bring in what they bring in, and whatever you bring in is fine. If you want to donate ten bucks to the thing and you want to go into Ruler Foods and buy ten bucks worth of goods right there, your money's going to go further that way also. So you can go shopping at Ruler Foods, or you can. I think what we're going to do is let people bring in, if they want to just make a quick cash donation, we're just going to add it to what you're going to go shopping for at 2 oh, okay. o'clock. Okay. Wow. Man, this is going to be pretty crazy because I think last year it was not. Well, we did that last year with the peop- with the money people donated too. Yeah. But I think we're starting from a higher point this year. Yeah. We got $1,000 of seed money from Ruler Foods to yeah. shop there at Ruler Foods. So, we, I mean, we just want to see you. This is why we go out into the community is so that we can meet you in person. So, come by. And if you do want to drop off a cash donation, that's cool. We'll shop for it right there that day. Uh, if not, you know, drop a box of food in one of the boxes, either at that ruler or wherever you shop. What's your favorite thing? What What is your ruler foods? What do you get there? You said you shop there all the time. Mm-hmm. What, are your, what are some ruler food staples? Well, I get milk there almost exclusively. I get butter there. I get... Um, they have They have pretty good prices on produce, and I end up getting a lot of canned goods there, too, because... They have such a good variety of green beans. <laughs> this is really specific. Yeah, uh, I asked. But, uh, my kids, one of the, the vegetables, as you know, mm-hmm. like 
everybody's so picky. Yeah, but once you find out what they'll eat, you just give it to them. You kind of keep getting that thing. And with green beans, it's one of the vegetables that they will all eat well. And so they have three different varieties of green beans there. They have French style, regular cut, and Italian. And to me, Italian is the best. So I, I lean into that a little bit. But the kids like the variety because we eat so many green beans. So there's all their stuff too, but they have uh, their bread's usually priced v- very, very well at the one I go to. I think it's maybe 99 cents to $1.25. Their Kleenex are $1.25, which you almost can't beat anymore. So I always pick that stuff up, but it's, I mean, it's a little different every time. We get produce from them. My husband will uh, make his famous gu- guacamole from that as well. And we are huge fans of Ruler Foods. So join us tomorrow, Ruler Foods in St. Charles. And we'll be there from noon to three broadcasting live. So come on out. Say hello. We would love to meet you. Bring some some food to donate. Go shopping at Ruler Foods and uh, we'll clean out their shelves. We did that last year. Like they we it was so awesome. Yeah, it's fun to be there. <clears throat> and if you show up, you know, you'll you'll get to see it for yourself. It's kind of all hands on deck because these days um, in, in the past, I mean, I don't want to count our chickens, but. They go pretty well, and that's because you guys show up. I don't want to count. <laughs> the chickens go pretty well. Yeah. That's one of the first thing that goes, in fact. <laughs> so, Dave, by the way, don't put chicken. <laughs> like, don't don't buy perishable food and put it in the box. Non-perishable. Non-perishable yeah. food. That'd be bad. Uh, but these these events go well, and, and it's, you know, we don't get to go, get out of the studio a whole lot. When we do, it's fun because we just get to Shake hands with you and the say hello. The YouTube live chat poll for today is, will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? Yes, no Trump, no Biden, or neither. Um, I think it's no Biden, and I think Trump is going to be the guy. Ryan, your thought was? Yeah, I'm still Trump versus Biden is a yes, for sure. I think it's those two guys. Do you have any thoughts, Leah, on the poll today? Any strong feeling one way or the other? I don't have a strong feeling. I never. I usually don't, but... <laughs> um. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say no, but I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I, I feel like it would be Trump and somebody. I don't think it's gonna be Biden. Okay, so you're a no Biden vote. That's yeah, what correct. I am as well. On the Any Fry YouTube live, we have this up in the live chat. You can come vote there. We've got a couple minutes left before the show uh, wraps up. Did you see that Tucker Carlson is launching his a media network? Yeah. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I tell you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic job. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) That was amazing. I think it's $72 a year is the number that I have in my head to get the Tucker Carlson network, I think it is. And I'll be interested to see the success that he has with this because when when he was fired from Fox News and we were talking about what happens next, I said this then and I'll say this now. If anybody can bring a wrecking ball to the media landscape as we know it, it's Tucker Carlson in this time because – he is such an enormous personality with an enormous following and enormous contacts across the globe that he can get the content that other people who are creating these types of networks haven't done yet. Like I, I subscribe to the Daily Wire. 
because I wanted to see Lady Ballers. Highly recommend it. You need to go check it out if you haven't yet. And I think that Daily Wire deserves your subscription if you have the funds to spare because what they're doing is creating an alternative, which in a capitalistic society is where we end up winning. But I'll be very curious to see if the Tucker Carlson thing, if it ends up working out. Yeah, the minute I heard that news, I flashed back to when we, I think we all predicted, we did a YouTube poll about Mm -hmm. it, and I think we all predicted what we thought would happen. That was one of the options, was he starts his own network. Yeah. I think we were all anxiously awaiting to see if that would actually happen. It took a little bit longer than I thought it would, but it is happening. But he's been churning out content. you got to make the content so that when you release the network, you've got something there for people to check out. So I'm very curious to see what happens. Uh, I'm going to have to start paring down my subscriptions, though. Yeah. It's getting... There's a lot of them. But I think that one might be... That might be one that I... That I check out for myself. The YouTube live chat poll for today. Will it be Trump versus Biden in 2024? 7% of you say no Trump. That is the last place. 12% say neither. Tied. 41% say yes, it will. 41% say no Biden. That's that's tied right now. I haven't edited it yet, so you might be able to be the deciding vote here. If you join in the next, I don't know, 20 seconds. All right, stick around. The Mark Reardon Show right here on 97.1 FM Talk. Next. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 